0: to you by the QCCS Mackay Cutters. Hi everyone, welcome to QCCS Mackay Cutters Change the Game Vodcast podcast. Uh, episode 9 today, it's Get Up, Get Out, Get Running. I'd like to acknowledge the Yui people of the Cooler Nation and pay our respects to uh, our past, present and emerging. Uh, today we are joined by Martin Lambert uh, from On The Run Mackay. Welcome Marty. Hey, good on you Mitch, looking forward to the conversation. Thanks very much for uh, joining us today and making the time. Um, avid runner and well known in Mackay, um, I'd like to learn a little bit more about your background and. And also, we're going to talk about the, um, how running and just exercise in general was really good for um, you know people's um, well-being and, and positive mental health. Um, and we'll link some um, some stories and some evidence-based um, advice as well into. Um, why that is the fact. So I really like your slogan um, that runs with on your store on the run and your running groups. So get up, get out, get running. Um, it, I just relate really well to it because sometimes the hardest part can be starting yep. um, and, some, and get, getting out of bed, getting outdoors. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's great to run on a treadmill if that's the only option you've got. But I think when you transfer from the treadmill to outdoors, you know, it really just opens up um you know you know different um avenues to what running where running can take you you know you know in, internal and um also yeah, you can travel with running as well and the running community is so so big um let's learn a little bit about your story um your background and how you found running and how running found you
1: yep certainly i um, looking forward to the, the chat mitch i'm um, be a bit of fun so um i um had a background in football, but in my football, is a round ball, um, and um, I was getting to the point where um, I guess I was aging a bit, and I wasn't enjoying it so much. And I was probably average at best, um, mm-hmm. but uh, but always enjoyed it as a, um, a a good outside social activity. But um, when I stopped playing uh, when I stopped playing football, I realised that uh, with a, an office job, um, sitting down a lot wasn't going to be too good for me. So I needed to find something. Um I tried um triathlon. I had a cousin visiting from um from Scotland and she was staying with us for a while and um the local triathlon club had an event on and I said, You should do that and she said, I'd love to, but you come with me. Um What so, age is that? So I would have been about forty. Yeah. Um and um I went along and I thought I was gonna die at the end of that. Um nearly killed me. Yeah. Um I went to a few more events, I'm not a confident swimmer, um, decided that really wasn't going to be what I wanted to do, because I was doing it for joy, not for anything else, so yeah. um, um, I, I enjoyed riding a bike, but I loved running, um, so I still ride my bike a little bit, um, I avoid the water at, at all costs, and um, and do lots of running. So, um, yeah, I never really saw myself as a runner until I started started running, and then getting into it in my 40s, I realized I was never going to be particularly fast compared to other people. Um, So other option was to to run long. So I started doing some longer runs. And um, I'd probably run about five marathons before I thought of myself as a runner. Um, Which, when I talk to other people about it now, I mean, basically, if you go outside and run, you're a runner. Yeah. So um, but in my own mind, that, that wasn't me, because I'd never seen myself as someone who ran? I went out and played sport, but um, but I wasn't a runner as as such. Um, and it wasn't long; it wasn't long before I was getting a lot from running, and I would see that, like, m- my whole outlook on life would change. Um, and I just got such a lot from it myself that um, that I thought I need to tell the world about this. I need to let other people know. So, um,
0: yeah, and, and does that relate to your mental health, like, and your well being and? Um finding running did that have a positive effect on you
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and i think you become more effective at everything in life if you if you've you know getting regular exercise so get up get out get running Mm. you know you you do that first thing in the morning and the rest of your day just sort of um you're more productive you're more full of energy your thoughts are clearer um and i've seen that um with um, with other people that i ran with where they've been going through difficult times in life you know if you take them out for a run the first 20 minutes of the conversation might be doom and gloom and, you know, telling me stories about, you know, work and family situations that aren't ideal, but a little bit further on and, and the conversation changes and everything's sort of unicorns and rainbows and, and the world's lovely again, you know, and it's just because of the endorphins flowing through your body. so. Um, yeah, it's amazing what um, just a bit of exercise can can do.
0: Mm. I think it's really um, one thing you touched on before was identity and with running and how you didn't identify yourself as a runner until five marathons in. That um, personally, I've only I've only done one. That was um, nearly last year. And I think you know anyone like you said that goes out and goes to a run, you know, you're a runner. Um, you don't need to enter a Marathon to, mm. to be a runner, yep. um, So, I think it's pretty important and an important message to relay that um, running can be for everyone, or any type of exercise. If you can't run, then other forms of exercise, um, you know, you, you, you can identify and, and be that you don't have to be the cardboard cutout, um, that you see on magazine of, of Runner's World or, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, and there are so many avenues in, in, in our town for people to, um, you know, get up, get out and get running, you know, so they can go for, uh, for, for a walk or a run or, um, so yeah, I think it's, it's important that, that people realize that they, they do, um, have the option to, to join a walking group. I think there's about seven different walking groups. Most of it's co- coordinated through the Heart Foundation, mm-hmm. but there's, there's walking groups in Mackay. If you think that you don't want to run, um, there's, um, the lazy runners do a learn to, to run program, um, a few times each year. There's, um, a, a worldwide phenomenon called park run um so every saturday at uh, the botanic gardens there's there's a free five kilometer run it's okay to walk at park run
0: yeah it's seven a.m
1: that's at seven o'clock yeah Yeah. the botanic gardens um and and it's it's a wonderful way to to meet a new community of people and to you know to make new friends and um and just be active and and get out and because there's a a time and a place it's easier to commit to that rather than I'll do it when I feel like it mm-hmm. and, or maybe I'll just turn the kettle on or maybe it's a bit too hot.
0: Yeah, uh, or you sit down on the couch, and you know, get up.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, tell us a little bit more about On The Run, you know, your store on Nebo Road mm-hmm. and you've been in Mackay for 25 years. Yep. Um, so tell us a little bit about your, um, you coming to Mackay, um, then you transitioning into your store of On The Run.
1: Yep, yep, sure. So um, I am um, born and bred in, in the UK and um, I met a girl from Mackay who was travelling um in the UK mm. and um we got to know each other and, and, and fell in love and she came back to Australia and um I kinda wanted to be there too so um yeah we, we talked about where we would sort of settle and um, we both felt that Australia would offer, you know, brighter future um for us, um than uh, than the UK. So um so we moved out here. Um uh worked in finance for uh, for most of most of my life but um got to the point where i really wasn't enjoying it as much um and i'd always sort of had this sort of little niggle about i've got one more career change in me yet mm-hmm. um and um didn't quite know what it was but then um, a few things started to a few doors started to open and a few opportunities came my way um and it became a little bit clear as to what i could do and, and as i say i'd, I'd found running um and I'd found the need to tell other people about running because I think that having me discovered it for myself I wanted other people to know so I needed to get that that message out um, so I did some coaching qualifications um, started uh, started coaching some people and found that people would come to me and ask for information about you know different techniques or different events or different uh, different gear they needed to, to run with um, and and uh, yeah, then uh, I got a call from a mate, and um, he said, "Do you want to come to Germany as a tour guide for a couple of weeks if we fly you over there?" And um, I just, I just couldn't believe it. I'd done some volunteer work for a for a travel company, and and basically they just um, they needed a hand. So um, I said, "Yeah, I'm keen for that." And then I started to think, okay, well maybe there are options there. That maybe there are things I can do to you know to um, fill my day. Um, and I thought um, that with my little shop that I that I had sort of started just as a part-time thing and um, i thought well if i build that up a little bit and do some of the tour guide things and maybe get involved in some events and um yeah that, that'll be enough to sort of keep keep me going keep me busy so um so it's been interesting how it's all evolved it's certainly got much bigger than uh, they anticipated mm-hmm. um i got a couple of trips into germany before the world changed and we haven't been traveling so much in the last couple of years but um that, that'll perhaps come back at some stage.
0: Yeah, so with that in coronavirus and last year and this year, especially like with it being, um, you yeah, know, Maguire hasn't been affected too much you know, compared to other areas of Australia, but have you seen an increase in running?
1: Yeah, definitely. There was a lot of interest in, um, in things that weren't like organized sports. So when, when gyms closed and when team sports couldn't happen anymore, people still wanted to do something. Um, and, it led to people, you know, riding bikes and, and running a lot more than, um, or going for a walk, more so than they had done before. And one of the really beautiful things from that is they were doing it, you know, as families. Um, so, you know, they, they were sort of saying, okay, we can't go and play with, with our mates, so we'll just go out for a walk together and, you know, maybe we'll buy some bikes for the kids or whatever it might be. So,
0: mm. you know, it was good. I think um, for me personally, I spent a um, majority of the lockdown last year in Melbourne and uh, for me, I've, I found running then, and I'm glad I did because I'm continuing it today. And But before that, I hated running. Um, mm. It was the last thing I wanted to do, and I'd only run, you know, whether it was with football training and, um, you know, a, a sprint up and back and, um, you know, whatever was involved in, in training at the time. And um, But I think it, it did give me purpose last year as well, and I think that's probably one thing that um, running running can do for people is, you know, you find purpose, have a bit of a commitment, set some goals, and, and then also the positive changes that you, you see and feel, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and look, I, I think that uh, a lot of people um, come into running not as their, their main focus, so um, it might be something that you do as your sport, very often in sport, running's a punishment, you know, so yeah. if the coach thinks you're not working hard enough with the footy, well, it's, you know, do a of the footy field, so... Um, so when, when people then do start running, it's interesting that they, they find out a lot about themselves, um, you know, because it's not, you're not part of a team anymore. You're out there on your own. You might be running with friends, but it's you that's putting the effort in. And then when you start to see, well, I get the reward for that effort. Um, and running's very good with that. There's no equipment. Um, you know, it's just, it's just you. So, um, if you, if you put the hard yards in, you will get better.
0: And so some of those, um, those things and tools to use especially a mindset while you're running to um, push through those barriers those mental barriers you know sometimes you feel like maybe I can't go on anymore but you you find a way and you push through and um, I, I have a story I'm um, I used to just walk the dog a lot around the park where I used to live and I said um, runners running and I stopped to chat to one guy um, at the end of his run and asked him how far he was running and um, I was just very interested at the time but he, um, he made a comment to me that he, he never uh, finished a run that he didn't enjoy. And that resonated with me because at the time I hated running. Yep. Um, so when, I think when you're in those moments too, if you're running a long distance and um, you feel like you want to stop but um, you, you have that discussion to yourself at the time upstairs and, yep. and push through, what are some of the techniques you use or tell other people to use to do those hard moments?
1: Yeah, it's 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 interesting because, you, like I say, you find out a lot about yourself. But sometimes, um, if people are going for a long run, um, and, and you were talking before about you know going for a run and perhaps having some friends join you for certain sections, but I'll sometimes say have your imaginary friend with you. So take that friend with you. Physically, they might not be there, but for the first thirty minutes or the first hour, then then bring old mate with you who's going to just have a chat and keep you company, have a bit of a laugh, and then as you get a bit further on, you might need someone. And, and one of their qualities or your relationship with that person might be that, that they will, you know, give you a kick in the pants when you need it. So if you were starting to think, oh, you know, can I do this? Am I too old? Am I too slow? Have I trained enough? Then that's the sort of person that you want with you to sort of say, right, oh, come on, let's just keep on going. Push through this next little bit, you know. Um, and then usually towards the end, it's going to be more towards the reasons why you do things. So it might be, you know, to be a, to be a role model in your community to, um, to, to be a good person. Um, um a good parent or something like that so you know you might bring your family in as your imaginary friends to uh, to come along to you
0: for for that part of the runs yeah great and i think it also um brings you a lot of happiness as well you know all forms of exercise you know whether you're working out in the gym um riding a bike going for a run um you know it's about finding happiness with what you're doing as well and, and relating to that purpose and the why um yeah and visualization too is something that we've touched on in this for, um podcast before too but I think visualisation, you know, even before you start, um, can be really powerful You know, as a as self and also in a third person um, because sometimes y- you can you can be defeated before you start. So if you have the positive self-talk and the vis- visualisation of you achieving certain goals and, and running, yep. um, it can go along and be very powerful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And look, some of that is there's days when you just you don't feel like you want to go out for a run, but you know that if you do it, you're going to feel better, like you were saying with your mate in the park. You know, and often half the, half the battle is putting your shoes on, you know, once once you've laced up, then you're halfway there. So, mm-hmm. you know, just step outside the door and, and, and make a start and, and away you go. So um, I think it's sometimes I mean, you're, you're when you're sort of thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this today, if you can just visualize how good you're going to feel at the end, because you always feel better after the run. Um, you know, you never get to the end and think, geez, I wish I hadn't bothered. So, um, yeah, if you can just sort of visualize that, okay, well, what's this going to feel like? How is this going to, you know, impact on my day? Um, we a lady that um, was training with us for, for a while, a few years back, and she was um, um, approaching her wedding day, and she wanted to sort of fit into the dress and look beautiful and be healthy. And, and she said to me one morning, she said, you know, on days when I go for a run in the morning, I always have a good day you know so i'm thinking well that's the same for all of us you know so why don't we prioritize this why don't we you know get out you know get up get out get running um you know be outside get outside and and do something active because it will impact on the rest of your day
0: Mm.
1: you know instead of just waking up and staying on the sofa with that cup of tea and
0: yeah so relating to that then what are some tips for people to um to commit to running um you know setting whether it's setting goals or Learning from past experiences where they you know didn't quite get there, or, and also not not giving up um, when starting out. I think you know it can be hard too. You're running like especially yeah. when you start. You know yeah. it it's, it is hard, but yeah. I think once you get over the hill, um, you're yeah,
1: yeah, and look the the easiest way that I found is to have a buddy or a group. So because then you just sort of got that commitment that okay, well I have said I'm going to meet someone at this time at this place, so I need to be there. If mm. it's just step out the door on your own it is definitely harder but if there's a time and a place to be there to meet you know a buddy or a group then um then that'll uh, that'll make a difference um but yeah if you can sort of set some goals so um so it's like everything it's just like chunk things down so you know if you want to achieve something you're probably not going to go from you know a to b straight away so work out what are the steps required to you know so if you go if you go to
0: run 5k or or 10k as an example um where should people start
1: it it can be as it can be as simple as you know go out and take a walk so um you know i've got people they'll sometimes contact contact me they're thinking about coming to some of our group sessions but they're not sure if they'd fit in or if they'd be able to keep up or if they'd be fast enough and usually i'll say look can you can you run a kilometer at this stage um and for most people it's yes but for some it's no but we had one lady and she could run 300 meters um when she first came to you know without having to stop and, and and take a break yeah and um Probably within about twelve months, she she ran thirty kilometres at an event. Wow! Um, so, um, what an
0: achievement, though! Like, absolutely, uh, from three hundred metres to thirty kilometres. Yeah,
1: and and the impact that that's had on the rest of her life is huge. Mm. Um, so, A- so, and her family and friends, absolutely, or? yeah. And then other people think, well, if she can do it, why can't I do it? Mm. So, um, so the ripple effect is there as well. So, but um, but yeah, sometimes it's just break break things down into into little steps, and it's the same when you're in the lowest longer runs and you have any dark thoughts just just deal with what's in front of you right now don't worry about what's coming just deal with deal with this kilometer yeah and then when you get into the next kilometer you deal with that kilometer yeah, um, the moment, and um yeah
0: um you've talked to me about before um you do a pub to pub run so talk to me a little bit more about that like what why do you do it um what's the importance of it and um yeah tell us a little bit more about it
1: yeah look it's it's really just um very very casual and it started off um me and a mate he was having a bit of a tough time with with life and um i sort of said come on we'll we'll go out for half an hour we'll just go for a little jog and then we'll go for a beer um and we had a good time we had a good chat and obviously nice to catch up and have a beer um we just had one um and then we said well why don't we do it again next week but we'll try a different bar and then we did it again the next week from a different bar and then other people started to see what we were doing said can we come too um which yeah absolutely everybody can so uh, so now it's sort of it just looks after itself now so um so basically um there's a little messenger group that just posts okay next week's pub run is going to be at you know whatever pub yeah um we just meet up and we see who's there and and some people go for a walk and some people take their dog and some people go for a run
0: so is it like an out and back to the that same pub or is it from a one pub to another pub
1: Oh, yes, we just, yes, from one pub, yeah, so, um, and we select a different pub each week, so, yeah, so we meet at the pub, and we'll go for a run, sometimes it's out and back, sometimes it's a little loop, we just sort of work it out when we get there, we see who's there, and um, I quite like like the out and back, because then regardless of whether you want to run or walk, or how fast you want to run, everybody sort of starts to catch up with each other on the way back, and we all get back to the pub at the same time, so um, so we're, we're exercising for half an hour. We go in and we have a beer, and some people want to stay for a counter lunch, but a uh, counter meal rather. But um, but usually it's just yeah a quick start being a catch up. So I yeah, think it's have it's have a chat. And. It's it's really good. So yeah, where where I'm starting to lead that to now is um, if you come to pub running, you enjoy it, bring along a friend. So like you know h- help a friend who's going through tough times, bring them along. You know it might be that they're physically out of shape or mentally out of shape, and or both, um, because we all know those people that mm. that just need. A little bit of something and I'm conscious of the fact that there's a pub involved but we're going for one beer it's not like we're having a big session so um, it's like we'll come and you know have some social interaction some outdoors activity um, and it, it's got to be good so if everybody can bring a bring a pal along um, yeah I like it in and it's, time and it's, energy, the, so.
0: it's the message behind it. it's not about the beer it's about the conversation um, yeah absolutely um, having yeah. so I really like it um, so little bit more on the run, and how can people get involved? Um, probably um, in your groups yep. uh, if they don't know about on the run already, and, and maybe any events that are coming up around Mackay that um, the big ones. I know Marina ones are probably the biggest in Mackay. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Marina runs the uh, is, is the big one. Um, that's uh, the first weekend in June every year. Um, so with with on the run, we do some group coaching sessions. Um, I do a little bit of one on one, but um, prefer the, the the group sessions. We can sort of have an impact on more people that way mm-hmm. um we also have lots of social runs so pretty much every day there's there's, a, there's groups of people running in in mackay um and there's lots of groups as well as on the run um that um, that, that that offer um that that sort of social outdoor exercise type thing so there's mackay road runners there's mm-hmm. there's park run that we've mentioned there's lazy runners that was mentioned um, there's a couple of different triathlon clubs that do some running at times um, so, um, so there's lots of avenues for people to, to get out and uh, and have a run. Um, they can yeah, contact me, just um, you know re- reach out, or if you see somebody out for a run, just say you know go and start running. They're probably they're probably going to be like open to having a bit of a chat as mm-hmm. they as they go. So, um, um, and like I say, we we're very big on making things all inclusive. So we do have people that, that can you know that can barely run. Um, we've got people that are still at school. We've got people that are in their seventies that run with us. We've got people that are that are very speedy, um, and and we, we we just like to look after everybody. You know,
0: so. Yeah. So Mackay has got a really good running community that that I've seen, and you know, evidence from what you've told us today. But um, it talk talks a little bit more about Mackay's running community, and also the um, you know the pos the positive benefits. Um, we've touched on a lot of that already i guess maybe just talk about the the running community of Mackay and Yep. and 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 probably you know further to um on their run and the store like um you obviously identify really well with um the running community in Mackay, and um, what it probably means to you
1: yeah look um i find yeah pe- people do come in to see me at, at, at the store and, and often it's just for information more so than you know equipment or shoes or shirts or socks whatever Mm. you know it's you know if they're looking at an event that they want to go to they want to know okay well how does this work and what would I need to take with me what training would I need to do um or you know that or I've got this issue I've got this spot on my foot that's sore or um you know I'm, I'm chafing a bit or whatever it might be so um um, always make sure your toenails are cut, all that sort of stuff, yeah, so uh, so it's information. So, uh, so I like the fact that people come in and, and I really sort of found that um, when we had that little bit of a lockdown, um, when you were in Melbourne, we did have um, we did have a little mini lockdown here for a little while and um, it, it sort of hit me initially um, quite hard because I felt like I'd lost a purpose, you know, when, when we couldn't get together in groups and, um, you know, businesses were closing down and I was sad for the town, you know, um, having been the, the chair of the Chamber of Commerce previously to see a lot of businesses so they're having to you know, close their doors and, and knowing that some of them may never open again and um, I struggled with okay well where am I because people are still going to work at, at schools and hospitals and driving trains but, but what do I do You know, sell socks and tell jokes people don't need me anymore um, so then I thought well the shop can still be there and if people need somewhere to come and talk then you know, I can make tea and talk and um, so, so that's what I did, and the, and the shop was open pretty much six days a week. Just if people wanted to drop in, which which happened a fair bit. Um, so, so I understand that people do, um, you know, sometimes want to just come and, and talk through life issues as well as running issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but so often, the, the two can be the two can be connected. Mm. Um, you know that, um, and, and I see it all the time that when, um, when when people get an injury, it's often because they're they're tense with other things in life. So it might be that work's busy um and they try and sort of push their running too hard and that's when they'll get an injury whereas when they're running really well usually the rest of their life is in sync as well so um so it's interesting how it all all flows in together
0: Um, some some of the excuses that you do hear from people um is they don't have enough time Mm -hmm. um how do people find the time
1: oh uh, yeah uh, i mean you you make the time you you prioritize it you know um and uh, uh a wise fella said to me once he said we've all got 24 hours in a day you know and it's up to us how we slice it up so um yeah if it's important you'll get it done Mm -hmm. so um but but i do find that um by going out and running in the morning it, it it becomes a little bit like meditation that that you then are more effective and efficient through the rest of your day so for me it's a morning thing it's just get up before anything happens and it's just you'd go into autopilot and you just you just get out and do it and then um before the rest of the world has woken up, you've already achieved something. You
0: know. So what time do you normally wake? Four o'clock. Four? Four o'clock, yeah. get up. And yeah. straight, straight out the up. door?
1: No, no, I like to get up and I'll sort of give myself a, a little bit of time. So um, I'll have my cup of coffee and I'll just check the uh, check the news from, um, from overnight. Yeah. Um, there's usually a few messages waiting for me because I, I tend to turn the phone off about sort of 7, 7.30. Um, I'll uh, have a look through to see if there's anything urgent there and it's usually sort of five o'clock that, uh, that I start running. Um, but usually with mates, usually I'll go somewhere, meet up with some friends. What's your average run during the week? Um, yeah, look, it does vary, but I'd say probably average about 10 a day mm-hmm. through, through the course of the week. Yeah, so
0: yeah, great. Um, and then people that do run a lot, uh, run often, um, far distances can experience runners high. Mm-hmm. So talk us a little bit about what runners high is and, yeah, and if d- you've experienced it.
1: Yeah, it it can be elusive at times, um, and it's it's not something you experience with, with every run by any means. But but sometimes people say to me that they don't enjoy running, and I'll say, well, it's just because you're not running enough. If you keep doing it, you get to that point where, you know, you, you are enjoying it. So, um, which um, which is also the more you do it, the better you get sort of thing, you know, whether you're learning to play the trumpet or learning to run, you know, if you, if you do it more often, you're going to get better at it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, the run is high. Sometimes when, um, when you're doing the, the longer runs, like I say, you, you find out um, a lot about yourself. And I think that, that deep down inside of us, there's a need to, to put ourselves into dark holes or difficult situations and then find a way out. And I think that, um, you yeah, running long distances, you know, achieves that. Um, so um, yeah, usually when, when people have been going for three hours or more, that's when they start to you know have all those strange thoughts and and, um, and certainly I mean some events go on for days on end um, and you hear stories about people that are they're hallucinating and all sorts of things. So mm-hmm. I've ne- never quite push things to uh, to that extreme, but um, but yeah, if, if you can get to that um, to that that, um, that that point where you just feel. Like like you wanna laugh out loud or you or you're just sort of having you know the the most amazing time yeah it's um it, it's an incredible feeling, it doesn't happen very often, but um but yeah people people go chasing it and looking for it, and
0: uh, yeah, cause especially after a run you you do feel great, and it's that um release of endorphins and um the chemical mm. from the blood to the brain, and um I guess that's why it can become addictive too running
1: oh, yeah, absolutely, it's addictive, yeah, so um, and you find that when when runners get injured. Um, and they can't go for a run, it's very easy for them to, to get, you know, down about life. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, that's where it's important. I, for me, I keep an eye on those people and, and encourage them to come along for, um, like, a cup of coffee. They can do the social bit, even if they can't do the physical bit. Or, um, you know, we're at the new track by the university every Wednesday morning, and I encourage people, if they can't run, come and walk. At least you're there with everyone and, and feel part of it.
0: So um, Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably a little little bit off topic we haven't no, touched on this before but has, have you reached out and um, got connections with any of the the mental health agencies in Mackay?
1: Yeah a little bit so um, there's um, um, some stuff I started doing with um, there's a run coming up actually in a couple of weeks time um, out at Walkerston. run for my life and I spoke to the lady um, Jo Shanks that organizes that and um, and said look Maybe we should be doing something together here. And we, we tried for a little while to, uh, to get a walking group together, um, which, which didn't really take off. But it turns out there's already quite a number of walking groups, um, which my, my avenue there was just for, for people that are feeling down about life. Because Run for My Life is about um, uh, raising money and awareness for suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, then there's another group um, that's more recently popped up called Real Mates Talk. Um, so they seem to be doing a lot of lot of good work. So yeah, I've got some some um, some connections there with, with people that I know. Um, so so yeah, that's definitely something that I think that that would feed into the the, the pub run sort of concept. Mm. Um, there's um, there's a couple that have got a, a mobile coffee shop um, called Mad Cow Coffee, um, and a big part of their philosophy about life is they lost a son to, to suicide. Um, is about you know having a having a cup and a conversation so um so yeah we we do some work with them and 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 on a regular basis we get them to come to our venue at the end of a run so that when people have finished their run the coffee vans there and we just yeah, sort of right. stop and take a moment and, and have a chat so yeah, um, it's good connections so yeah absolutely and i think it's important for people to know that you know they can talk about stuff it's not just about running it's not it's not just about who's the fastest or who can get to the hill top of the hill the quickest or whatever so
0: yeah um, I think I'd like to probably finish on just a little bit of insight, a story from you of one of your probably hardest runs or longest runs, or what is your longest run first, and then also have you got any stories w- inside
1: yep. that event. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, I've run 100 kilometres twice, um, and I've got. Where that, were they? Um, first one was in Sydney. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you a story about that one in a moment, and the, the second one was around town here. It was supposed to be in the Blue Mountains, and that got COVID cancelled, so yeah. we made our own fun, and we, we did it around town here, um, which was a cold, miserable day in May of, of last year, and, um, but, yeah, we just, we just got it done, so um, I've got another one coming up in about 10 days' time, so uh, oh, wow. on the sunny coast. We'll see how that goes. Um, but the one down in Sydney was, uh, it was 2015. It was um, called the Anzac Day Challenge. It... Um, was a hundred kilometres to uh, to represent the hundred years of ANZAC, mm-hmm. and um, my um, both my daughters went on a trip to Gallipoli through uh, through the school, and um, my eldest one was just sort of going through that. So she was doing a lot of research and in stuff into soldiers and World War One at the time, and this event popped up, and I thought, okay, well that's that's the one for me. So um, it was going to be through the um, uh, national parks to the north of Sydney, uh, Karingai National Park, and. Um, a few days beforehand, so it was due to be on a Saturday. The Wednesday evening, um, I got an email, came through to say they'd had some terrible storms down there, there was floods, there was trees down, they couldn't even access the track to see if it was safe to have the event on there, so they they obviously couldn't have it on there. So, they are thinking about cancelling it, but they knew that a lot of people um, had trained for it, had booked travel, and there was the connection to um, to the, the Anzac Spirit as well. So. Mm. They wanted to give the option to people if they wanted to go ahead, then they still could. But it was going to be at Saint Ives Showgrounds, around a 656 meter track, 155 times. That's a little bit different. So um, yeah, it it, uh, it it took a little bit of uh, getting my head around that, but uh, but I still felt that I needed to to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, travel down and um, and uh, and
0: how your you approach it?
1: Went round. Um, I I went for. I wanted to make a bit of a start, so I, I probably got about 30 just over thirty kilometers into it before I took a little break, and it took about 20 minutes, and uh, just had something to eat, mm. um, and then pushed on again through to 60 Ks, another little short break, and had something to eat, and then um, um, as I was about to get back on the track and get going again, I rang my wife just to let her know that uh, I'm going okay, and, and she said, oh, good on you, she said, only a marathon to go, and that stopped me dead in my tracks, and, and I thought, no, and I said, you know, there's not... There's two half marathons. I'm going to be okay, you know. And just, again, just chunked it down, um, and that, so that's what I did. Is as I, I ran out to 80 kilometers, took another short break for 10 minutes, and then uh, and then went again for the last 20. So, um, yeah. but at about 80 k's, there was um, there was like a, um, a a storm with with hail and lightning and thunder, and everybody around me was just. You know, shattered well, because no, yeah. they they hated it because oh. because they were just feeling miserable anyway. And then the weather turned against them, and they're just like, ah. Oh. And like my thoughts were with the soldiers at Gallipoli from a hundred years ago, and thinking, well, this is hail. They had bullets. I'm yeah. going home tonight. They never got that chance, you know. So I actually found it, it, it. I managed to, in my mind, turn things around, and I I used it to be uplifting because I think you know those mm. boys never had the opportunity to, um, to to go home. But I knew I was going back to hotel bed that night, sort of thing. So. So,
0: yeah. Wow, well, what an effort! Uh, How did you feel after it?
1: Yeah, it was it was bizarre afterwards because I got back to the hotel, and didn't know what to do, and I've gone to the bar and I got a beer and I, I took two mouthfuls of the beer and I thought it doesn't even taste nice. I don't want that. And the restaurant was closed, so I couldn't get anything to eat. So I went back to the room and I probably slept for about three or four hours. I think there was just so much, you know, ad- adrenaline and and sugar going through my my, my body that um, that I couldn't sleep for long. So. I, I got up in the middle of the night and just started walking around the streets in London. I probably walked about 15 <laughs> kilometres waiting for the coffee shops to open so I can get some breakfast the next day. So, yeah, yeah it was interesting.
0: Um, I'm interested, not sure if anyone else will be, but what did you eat during your event? Um, yep. In your 30K mark and your 60K mark.
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, I had, had some bananas, um, had some um, salted macadamias, um, had some rice, so you can get little cups of cooked rice. Mm-hmm. Um, had uh, had some of that, um, just, just cold. And... Um, because it was round in circles, rounded they had little uh, little camp thing set up, so yeah, cup of tea. Yeah. So.
0: Very good. And so you got one in a few couple of weeks' time. A week on Saturday A week on, yeah, Saturday. Sunny coast. A week on Saturday down the sunny week. coast, yes. Yeah, so. Um so what's your training been like for that?
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of hills. Yeah. Um Where
0: where where are the hills here that you go to run? Yeah,
1: run? so um so Yungle is good. Um, lots of hills and trails up there, big big network of trails. But we we had a bit of a, an adventure day on Monday for the, it was the um, the holiday Monday this this week. So um, went out to Mount Blackwood um, and then came into the leap, which was a hike rather than the run, um, but but uh, a good tester on the on the quads mm-hmm. um, up the leap, and then came a bit further into Bonson Scrub Road or Ian Redcliffe Drive um, and ran up there, and then finished up at Black Mountain near Farley. So we sort of did you know four runs um, on on hills sort of. Back to back, just drove in between. So yeah,
0: great. And is that called the Blackall One Hundred?
1: Blackall One Hundred. That's yeah. the one. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, good luck. Can we follow so, your uh, progress? Thank
1: you. Actually, sure. somebody else was asking. That. I don't think they've got a live tracking, but um, but yeah, well, um, th- there's quite a few from a car going down for it, so there'll be some social media stuff um, going up about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, great. Uh, so where can everyone find you, um, Marty? Online is there? A, have you got your website and social pages?
1: Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the website's um, ontherunmackay.com.au, um and they can email me at, at AU. Mm-hmm. Um We've got Facebook and uh, Insta as well. So, uh, yeah, hop on, give us a shout, um, get in touch, come for a run, um, come to Pub Run, mm. have a beer, have a chat. Get up, get yeah. out, go running. Exactly right, exactly.
0: Well, um, yeah, I've loved the conversation, Marty, just because I'm, I'm loving running at the moment too, so... I uh, again appreciate you coming in making the time and, and telling everyone about the importance of getting out and exercising.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Thanks, Mitch. All right, thank you. Change the game, proudly brought to you by the QCCS Mackay Cutters.